0: hello and welcome to the overly animated podcast where we take animation seriously we talk everything animation here including final space which we'll be getting into right now i'm dylan Heisen, and today i'm joined by april collins hello alex bonilla Chookity and john mckenna hi everybody that uh that chookery does not match the tone of the episode alex it's a very sad episode
1: I mean, he was happy in like that one moment where he's carrying the knife. He's also crying <laughs> and that. He cries, so I think no, 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 sad. no sadness
0: here. This oh, is sad oh, okay, oh, having... like, whoa, a sad episode. Okay,
2: like, whoa, wait, sad
0: episode. Yeah, we're we talking. Shall start with optimism, enjoyment. Okay, you sound like that's is that your Kevin impression or is that just how you normally sound?
1: Hooray! Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've discovered Alex
0: is the Kevin of this podcast. Okay, Um we're talking Chapter 7 of Final Space that uh, just went up on wherever On Demand, the TBS website. And It seems like they're doing On Demand Monday, TBS website Tuesday, and then it's airing on TV the following Monday, and uh, we're talking Final Space every week on the Overly Animated podcast. Check us out at OverlyAnimated.com and subscribe on YouTube if you're listening there, or iTunes if you search for us, uh, Final Space Overly Animated. Um, And you won't miss any of our future Final Space podcasts. Make sure you've seen Chapter 7 and uh, all previous episodes of Final Space. We're getting into major spoiler territory here. Make sure you've checked out this episode. So, But let's get into things. Uh, Alex, what did you think of Chapter 7?
1: I just finished watching this episode about like 10 minutes ago. And I just ended at, uh, what? <laughs> like, I was left very, very... Like uh disoriented. i I feel like I've used the word disoriented like several times after watching final Space episodes, but this one in particular, uh, I do think in the end it ends up being an enjoyable enjoyable experience, but I do feel like there's just a whole lot going on. I don't know if we want to get into spoilers right away here. But, uh, yeah, that's um, fine. I yeah. give the warning. Okay, So, just that uh, n- Nightfall here, I'm like, what, what is going on? Well, Nightfall and Quinn, that moment where they meet, it's like, oh, okay. And then the show addresses, like, isn't this supposed to be a paradox? Well, I don't know, maybe. Let's just brush it off, like, okay, whatever. And, uh, yeah, we finally get into actually what Final Space is. We're, ca- we're raising the stakes there. We're bringing Mooncake back to being important. I feel like he, he hasn't really gotten his shine for a couple of episodes, so that was nice. And uh, yeah, and, and Gary is just being all over the place, too. I, I think he's toned down in this episode compared to previous ones. So that's made it a lot more enjoyable as well. So overall, I think this is another strong episode. Maybe not the best, but it, it is a ve- it has its very peak moments at times. And by the
0: end, I'm just like, where am I? <laughs> yeah, a lot a lot happening. We're going to go over. We're going to break it down. And we're going to go over all of it. Um, April, what did you think of chapter seven?
2: I, I liked it. I think it's a very strong episode, especially compared to, like, the first three. Um, It was a very serious tone, and there was, like, some good humor, and then there was some, in my opinion, like, ill-placed humor Um, that sort of took away from, like, what was going on in the rest of, like, the scene and everything like that. Um, uh, Nightfall is Quinn. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was
0: up for debate. The, yeah, Nightfall's Quinn. <laughs> Nightfall's future Quinn. Yeah.
2: Yeah, future. Well, tomorrow Quinn is what Gary called her. <laughs> At one point. So, which I thought was kind of adorable. Um, Einstein's a jerk. Paradoxes aren't real. Uh, we find out what my, final spaces. There's a lot that like took place in this episode. Um, I was blown away by every space scene, as I always am, because it's always super pretty. Um, but yeah, I really liked it a totally different tone, but I it was good for me. So probably one of the top sh- uh top episodes of this show for me, at least.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um I don't I don't think we both of you said this. I don't think we learn what Final Space is. I think we learned that uh giant um titans can come out of Final Space. I don't know if that uh, That's cool. enough for me. I don't yeah, know if that clues us in space. on what it is. It,
2: final Space is essentially like a wormhole, right? Uh
0: I mean I think these are assumptions. We'll we'll break it if, down if
2: it felt very Pacific Rimmy to me. So, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, attack, it's Attack on Titan season two. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. But uh, yeah, so, so we'll, we'll we'll break down all the possibilities here, John. What did you think of chapter seven?
3: Uh, for all those listeners who had Nightfall is Quinn from the future, step forward and claim your prize. Yeah. And and I, that think is the, I think
1: absolutely I, everybody. I think that was the pretty base level assumption. Yeah, we don't have a thousand mooncake uh, plushes lying around to give away. That's not. That's not the prize. I already so have
2: a mooncake Flush, so I'm in. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, st- well, you pat yourself on the pat yourself on the back
3: for a job well done. Uh, yeah, I really liked this episode. I do like the more serious turn. I agree with Alex. I uh, Gary is a lot more is a lot smoother now. I think they've roughed off his more annoying bits. Uh, there was some great great comedy in this, but also some really good uh, serious moments. And I am really intrigued as to how uh, this. As to how Final Space is going to play out in relation to Mooncake, relation to Gary, relation to the Lord Commander, relation to the beginning of the of the episode, because now we're starting to get to uh, the end of Gary's oxygen. So, yeah, I'm really, um, I still think C- episode six was better than this, but this is definitely top three for me.
0: Uh yeah, so, so you're speaking of Gary's bits. I think Mooncake was covering them in this episode. That was that was that happened at some point. Ew, yeah. that...
3: Mooncake. <laughs> Mooncake was well,
0: uncomfortable. Yeah, at least at
3: least he was facing the at least he was facing the right direction. Uh Yeah, he was, yes. he was <laughs> still, still did not want to be there. Okay. Yeah.
0: um I am super hype about chapter seven and the direction of the show. I think this episode is uh, pretty fantastic and it, it's less about the specific episode than it is about that. It's finally happening. Like everything that we've kind of been speculating on, I think is happening here. Multiple timelines confirmed. It's Quinn is uh, future Quinn is here. And uh, we, we don't actually go to a different timeline, but we talk about them and uh, we're playing with time it's 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 like everything i ever wanted happening in this episode and i'm just so excited about the direction of the last three here um i think the episode itself is really really good i personally i like this more than six i know a lot of people love six though um, I think this, uh, it's a very good episode. It's, uh, it's, it's some further, we say this every week, but further cementing the show into, uh, dr- drama rather than, uh, like this, this goofy comedy. There's very few parts of this episode, which I would describe as like, uh, comedic. There's, I mean, there's jokes, but it's, it's very firm in, uh, the space drama. And, uh, I think that, the stuff we learn is fantastic. There's a lot of great dramatic sequences, and I'm just like really, really excited about uh, what's to come here. There's so m- I really don't know where we're going. We leave it such a, a point where anything could happen. It's not even clear and if we can time so travel. There's so many
2: different like pieces going on. Yeah. Like, how does the beginning like sequence play into all of this? If Gary supposedly dies in every foreseeable future. Right, so right. Much. Is, is that,
0: <laughs> is that Gary dying? Is that what we're seeing? Because the way Quinn describes it, it seems like more of an immediate thing rather than this prolonged, uh, every beginning of every episode thing. So it's, it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, things that could converge here. And I, de- it definitely seems like we're, we're heading towards something huge to come. So um let let's talk the big plot revelations in at the end of this episode because uh, we it's it's confusing we got to break it down but nightfall uh explains a lot of stuff to us uh we learn that nightfall is a time traveler she is a time traveling ship it seems at, at least that's what little kato speculates but it does it does seem like they're about to time travel but then the ship leaves at the end which is one of the things i'm most concerned about because are uh, what if we just never time travel i feel like we have to time travel here um but uh we we learned that uh Quinn says every, or Nightfall, uh, says every time, uh, Gary leaves. So in this episode, Gary gets, um, like distraught, uh, because of Avocado's death, and then he decides to leave the mission. Um, every time he leaves, Lord Commander kills him, Mooncake, Mooncake, uh, like tears a hole in the final space, and Titans come out into our dimension and destroy the universe. So this is what Time Traveler Nightfall is on a mission to prevent. She's been doing this, uh, she's been back a hundred times. And uh, she feels like she needs to to destroy Mooncake. Um, Alex, what what was your reaction to this? And do you think this is, like, a good uh, direction to take based on what we've seen so far? Monsters?
1: Yeah, really? mo- yeah the monsters, <laughs> monsters thing I feel like is the most surprising
0: the giant Titans yeah yeah
1: the, that was the only thing that I think none of us had r- had predicted at all so like that that took me a bit by surprise but it, it were like especially the design of the monsters I think does enough to be like okay this is scary and like <laughs> I'm convinced these are real stakes here and uh, yeah like the biggest thing to me is that nightfall is a part of the main cast now and that's actually kind of exciting Because like with the ship leaving at the end a, one would assume that it, she doesn't have a way to get back to where she was before or she can't teleport away like she did in in some points in the or earlier in this episode so yeah just seeing that dynamic between her and Quinn between her and Gary uh, between her and Mooncake like that's just a whole another dynamic that I just wasn't expecting to get in this show uh, on a long-term basis but uh, I, I'm excited to see that most most of all after all of this
0: yeah, my yeah, just Nightfall being a part of that and what that means for the Gary Quinn dynamic. we'll get to that in a second. But, um, yeah, April, what was your what's your what's your thoughts on the Titans and uh, Nightfall's mission?
2: Well, so the Titans thing totally threw me off, and then the fact that she was like, they're just so indescribable. and I'm like, okay, that's very vague, but sure. But then, uh, like upon my second time watching it, I was like, wait, is Nightfall's mission? to stop like mooncake from opening final space or to stop like Gary from dying because I like, she never like directly says like, I'm trying to stop final space from opening. And then even like at the, <clears throat> what is it at the end because gary's like if you want to shoot mooncake you're gonna have to go through me she doesn't like if she didn't care about gary so much why didn't she just shoot him like yeah
0: that's a notable moment to me
2: yeah yeah <laughs> so, she, she
0: she attempts to do both she chains gary to prevent him from leaving and she attempts to kill mooncake
2: yeah right so it, it, it like for like i said like my first time watching it, i was like oh okay that makes sense like she doesn't want final space to open but then like, upon watching it again. But also, how does she know about Final Space? Like, because Arkwen didn't know about Final Space, did she? Like, I don't ever remember them talking about it. So, mm. uh, that's why I was, like... I mean, like, at the very
0: least, she's lived through it. She saw the Titans come out, and then she, like, frantically she, time-traveled back. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so maybe, like, she gets it to that point. But I, again, upon my second watching, my interpretation, like, totally changed. Where she's not necessarily preventing Final Space. She's trying to prevent, like... Gary from dying, maybe, you know, other yeah, I, I,
0: have, I have major questions about Nightfall's motivations. We're going to get into that. Uh,
2: okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, was. That,
0: that, that was one of my main takeaways, yeah. Okay, well,
2: um, cool. yeah. I'm glad someone else like, I was like, I'm going to be the weirdo who points this no, out. It's, it's, <laughs> I think the
0: episode intentionally makes you wonder what what Nightfall's trying to do here. Um, John, what do you think of the Titans?
3: Um, I did like their design, and I liked the fact that we only saw them for like three seconds because it is able to present a menacing look and at the same time still lay, lends an air of mystery regarding their intentions. And I prefer that with villainry in general because it let it it still gives you enough to let your mind wander will giving you something concrete to work on. I did think the line about how you know there will unleash horror that words can't describe that seemed a bit cheesy to be perfectly honest. It's like okay, they're going to destroy the universe. This has been done in. God knows how many uh, shows before. Hmm. Um, but I think it is... I like the idea of uh, parallel universes. I, I'm i really interested to see where this goes, and more the point, when it comes up. But it seems a bit odd to me that now we have all these Titans coming in, and we also know that Final Space is supposed to, I guess, heal Lord Commander. So it adds like yet another offshoot into what we already know, and we're still it's the then the big one of the big questions for me at least is how are these two going to be interlinked because it seems yeah uh, it's still it seems a bit right now it seems a bit left field but we have three more episodes to resolve it and i do like nightfall's intentions i think she i think this is almost canon that uh, or almost confirmation that quinn and gary do end up together so i i can see why nightfall wouldn't want to kill gary at this point she seems to be taken in with him we'll we'll
0: talk about it um Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced that the Titans are like the, the end all be all of Final Space, because as John says, um. Lord Commander thinks he can be healed by, by Final Space and it seems like it's just a portal to whatever inter-dimension um, the space between the dimensions I don't know if that's what they say in the that episode that's what it kind of uh, comes across to me but um, I think this is just like one possibility of opening up Final Space and, I, and my interpretation is I don't think we're ever going to see the Titans on the show I think that this is just a motivation for Nightfall um, and uh, this is like a future that we're trying to avoid and so we will avoid that and we'll go to some other more exciting future so that's why I'm not really concerned that that this is a very uh, tropey uh, kind of uh, somewhat uninteresting mechanism of uh, j- kind. I mean, there's j- space uh, d- space world devouring monsters. That not that that's like completely uninteresting. It's just I feel like there could be better ways to go with this. And I think it was left ambiguous because we're just never going to do that. I think it's just it, I think it's just a motivation right now.
3: It, it's not a bad motivation, but it's like. I I feel like it could have been, I feel like there's a better way that it could have been presented because it's just a little, it's just a little hammy to say this is a horror, you won't believe. It's like, well... Okay, yeah, it, 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 de- it definitely
0: facts. felt it definitely felt weird, yeah, uh watching yeah, it. Like, it it feels out of place. I think it's probably on purpose, but um it, that's a that's an interesting scene. It also had a, d- a different style of animation uh like presenting the Nightfall backstory. I think that was really cool. Mm. Um but yeah, Nightfall as Alex mentioned could be part of our main cast for the remainder of the episodes or Ship's gone and April gets into her motivations here. My main question throughout uh all, what's happening in this episode is What are Nightfall's feelings for Gary? Because we came into this episode thinking Nightfall was in love with Gary. And I don't think it's that simple after watching the episode. I think that there's a reasonable interpretation of events where nightfall is only acting that way towards gary in order to uh tie him to the bed basically to prevent him from leaving because once gary's chained to the bed uh she's like i'm done here i don't i don't you know i don't care about i don't actually care about uh trying to you know sleep with you or like uh try to even talk to you like she she just leaves and uh it's like, is Nightfall only just trying, to pre- presenting, pretending to be that way to just do scary so he can prevent him from leaving because that, that's her mission. On the other hand, April brought up the scene of, um, you know, when Nightfall could kill, kill Gary and why, why not just kill Gary? Um, but, uh, you know, she, maybe, 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 uh, he doesn't want to kill, uh, maybe she doesn't want to kill Gary because, uh, she cares about him, but also she's trying to prevent Gary from dying soon and Kate won't react. So she also could just be trying to prevent the future <laughs> mapping in a different way. Uh, I really don't understand uh, where Nightfall is coming from. And she doesn't react to her ship leaving emotionally. She's just like, yeah, okay. Isn't she just trapped here forever now? Isn't this a horrible outcome? She's been back a hundred times. She can't go back anymore.
2: No, because like she said, it's been 20 years since she's seen Gary. So, I mean, she's with Gary again. Yeah, what does that mean? Because she's been back. She's done this specific thing. Maybe it's taken her 20 years. I, I think she might
0: have meant it's been 20 years. She might have been implying it's 20 years since she slept with Gary. Um, or
2: 20 years since she saw Gary die.
0: Or 20 years since she's, she was with her original
3: Gary. That's yeah.
2: possible, too. Yeah.
3: So there's multiple Garys now? Well, yeah, inherently. I think uh, so. Uh,
2: well, of course. <laughs> there's multiple Quins. Yeah.
3: Okay, Alex, what's your
0: reaction to my speech about <laughs> Nightfall's, uh Does Nightfall care about Gary? Well, what's your read on this?
1: Well, my thing is, why can't it be both? <laughs> why can't <laughs> Nightfall le- like Gary, but also care about the fate of the universe? And C- clear- she Yeah, clearly and she she's going to prioritize both. the universe, clearly. but um... Yeah, so at the end, I, I don't see much depth to her-, her motivations, personally. Like, I think it's just it just ends up being both, and whatever's more important to her in that moment is what she'll focus on. You're just not- like you're- our-, our normal Quinn, right? Because uh, normal Quinn... She can get calm and she'll be like, oh, Gary. But when stuff is actually happening, she just ignores Gary. It's like, no, focus on the mission. And th- that's just her personality. So I think Nightfall just acts in a very similar way.
0: I mean, normal, normal Quinn does not, is not in love with Gary. And, uh, I, and I think that- At if, least not yet. Right. And I think that if we're interpreting Nightfall as being similar to normal Quinn, that would be the interpretation of Nightfall is not in love with Gary. Previously, we, we thought that Nightfall is like very in love with Gary. You're, you're not well, questioning
1: that at all from here? Well, the thing is, we've also talked about how we're seeing Quinn in the process of falling. You've been ignoring, you've been denying this, but others on this podcast have been talking about how the show is setting up. That right, Quinn it's, is slowly it's, it's, clear, falling it's clearly up. possible, but we're not at that point yet, right? No, but I do think that they're similar enough to show, show that they both have similar motivations where they have to balance their like feelings, whether they be right now, small in the sense of current Gary and current Quinn or more deeper in the terms of nightfall, but they have to balance those feelings for Gary with their feelings for saving the universe.
0: Yeah. I mean, I see that on a base level, but, um, is is like nightfall you could interpret her one interpretation is the reason she leaves gary after she chains him up is because she's uh prioritizing saving universe she still really loves him and that's just a more extreme version of arquin which um has latent gary feelings but uh heavily prioritizes the, trying to close the rift
1: and stuff and, and it would make sense given that she, she gives her spiel about oh it's been 20 years i've done this 100 times this is the only thing i have left to do so she is desperate at this point
3: and, and in a sense it's Recognizing the fact that Gary cares for Mooncake really deeply and the only way to and, – and she knows Gary would do almost anything to save Mooncake from whatever danger falls even though – um, does Gary know that Mooncake is a plant destroyer yet? Yeah, I yes, he does. Yes. He does. Yes. I don't know if he does a bl- – it's like maybe but he, he, he,
1: he knows
0: and believes it at this point yes yeah
1: well, it's,
2: he knows that mooncake has really strong powers at the very least yeah, he
3: killed the laser he, um you
1: he, he used him to destroy a moon already right uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: right and so it's, like,
3: it, it's maybe like the it's maybe like the most loving way of like keeping Gary out of the picture so that he doesn't also die while she has to kill mooncake and then it's probably easier just to do the explanation later for example
2: or she's yes, sparing him the like tragedy of having to watch her kill that's, that, that's, that's what that's what that episode
0: says yes yeah it yeah. says uh, he's she She's trying to prevent him from seeing. OK, here's here's another. Uh, maybe I'm not convincing you guys yet. Um I, I, Watch the episode after to like a certain point. Now, I'm not saying like watch the episode. It's obvious. I'm like after a certain point, I believe Nightfall does not really display overt feelings for Gary after she chains him to the bed. I, I think that there's basically nothing else. I, all of her like creepy flirting is before that point. And it was really noticeable to me that like it almost a switch was flipped off with here um it's like was she just doing this to try to uh to try to accomplish a goal of uh preventing him from leaving um i don't think it's i don't think it like explains her obsession with him previously in the series so i'm not i don't really i don't really get that's why i'm confused i don't get it april uh wh- what's your what do you think any validity to what i'm saying
2: well the uh i i think she okay maybe if she's not like in love with gary or anything, or has like those types of affections towards him. I think she does have some type of affection for him because uh she makes that statement to, I guess, our Quinn or present Quinn um that, you know, like, oh, you don't understand yet because she's yeah. just like, I don't need Gary. It, you, you know, she has her whole, I guess, fit kind of thing where she's like, I don't need Gary. I don't need anyone. And Nightfall's like, you don't understand yet. It, you don't realize it. And then I think it's just her understanding that like in order for her to, I guess, succeed in her mission, she is going to need a need a team of just herself. So, and Gary is obviously a part of that team um, in some way. Mooncake probably helps, but even though she's trying to kill Mooncake. So I think she does have some type of feelings for Gary, or it's another interpretation. She has some type of feelings, maybe not like Romantic, but there's something there. And uh, again, I'm. It's one small moment, but she could have killed Gary easily if she didn't care yeah. about him at all. She could have done it, and she would have succeeded in her mission. Right.
0: But again, but again, uh, it could have set Moonkick off. And I think that that that. Um, but I think you bring up the key line. This is this is to me. So Nightfall spends a lot of this episode explaining things to us, and we have to remember <laughs> that she's also explaining things to the characters uh, that she's trying to manipulate. So uh, to a certain extent, maybe we should not trust her. Um, except when she says an aside to Quinn um, that April pointed out. She says, you haven't figured it out yet. Um, and then later, plan B again. So uh, this to me is another line that I really don't understand what she means. Is she saying you haven't figured it out yet in um, relation to what they're just clearly talking about, which is that Quinn needs a team? Um, that's kind of one of our main themes of the episode. And it goes back to like this Quinn trust theme that we'd been getting into in episode five. Um, is it that just Quinn needs gary um and she realizes this at the end or is it like you've not figured it out yet i'm acting this way in order to manipulate gary in order to try to save the world like i'm i'm uh you i'm i'm acting in a certain way um i'm not really in love with gary i'm just i'm just acting like this and plan b is another thing because uh that that implies that killing mooncake is not her is not her first option here so what is her plan a uh that alex
2: yeah
1: Uh, I mean, my interpretation was uh, partly the, the surface one that uh, you need to have a team and all. But a- also, I think another part, we've been hinting at Gary being important in some way or another, also like his con- his connections to his dad being a, sp- a spaceman and all that. So it could also be a- another allusion to like, you don't get it. Like Gary, you have to keep him alive for reasons beyond just my affection. Like maybe there is actually something else related to Lord Commander or something that you need to keep him around. So I do think that's another interpretation that can very easily be explored by the show. Yeah, right,
0: because uh we, we've forgotten about our uh our <laughs> Gary is Lord Commander, Mooncake is Lord Commander, someone is Lord Commander Theories, <laughs> which I still think are in play. Here. Um yeah, it's it's like she knows something that we're gonna get a twist on later that's that's like you haven't figured it out yet. Like we need to act this way for a reason. Um yeah April, thoughts on that line
2: uh well I mean, not too much different from what I kind well, okay, of previously Okay, how about what's, said. Her, what's her
0: plan A then? What's her plan A? <clears throat>
2: what was... I don't... I, what was her plan A? Because we... Her motivations are just so all over the place. Like, the whole bit with, you know, getting Lil Kato, like, the message so that he could... You know, Avocado could come get him. Like, all of it. it like, when you put it all together, I... I couldn't tell you what her motivation is like, or where she's trying to go. Was Plan A like trying to save avocado, or you know, like, yeah, what I- What is she doing? <laughs>
0: she also appears earlier in the series, and is that was that part of Plan A? Yeah, her, was her that random part appearances? Of plan
2: A was that Plan was that like Plan A, and up until a certain point, and then there's like Plan A Part Two, or is it Plan Plan A, and then you get to Plan B? Like what? What are we doing? I think that
0: it is implied that plan A was in play uh, Mm -hmm. up to this point, up until uh, like she can't convince Quinn, I guess, um, because she says plan B again. So she had the option of plan A multiple times. Um,
2: Right. Or she tried plan A, whatever it was, multiple times. And now she's like, okay, here I am again. And we have to do plan B. So is plan like what would have been plan A? Just letting Gary leave or.
0: I don't know. Uh, John, you've you had uh, some of our more successful theories uh, come into play earlier in the podcast. You had any any um, read on what this means for the future of the series come to mind with regards to plan B or Nightfall's motivations?
3: Uh, I I'm going to go back to sort of like what Quinn, the Quinn and Gary relationship. I do feel like Quinn understand not. Well, Quinn at this point understands that Mooncake means a lot to Gary so that Plan A, at least originally, was a way of keeping Mooncake alive while also limiting his ability to destroy the universe because I do... Because Quinn does care about Gary at some level, even now. Maybe not love, but, you know, wouldn't kill. she wouldn't kill Mooncake, so Plan A was probably, you know, the most peaceful resolution. But if that fails, like if Mooncake really is this unstable force, then Plan B would be to Kill him. I think that is the that I that I'm interpreting as plan a it's like it's the least painful option. But if that's not possible, then you have to go the more drastic route. Yeah, that's that's a, that. I think that's the level one interpretation. That's very possible that it's just
0: uh she didn't want to kill Mooncake. And but she has to that's all the plan plan B again might be saying it could be that I'm reading way too much in these lines and plan B again is just, oh, I didn't want to kill Mooncake.
2: Or maybe uh, it's just another attempt of hers to kill Mooncake because plan A was, again, the least painful route not having to kill everyone. But plan B is like, okay, here I go. I have to kill Mooncake again. If that yeah. makes
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we don't, we don't have enough, uh, I, I don't have enough, uh, ammo here to try to, to try to hit, hit, at some of these potential big twists to come. I'm just saying keep this in the back of your mind. Uh, maybe, maybe nightfall, uh, not all she seems. Um, but it also, it also could just be service level, but so maybe the more, um, the, the better way to talk about this is what does this episode mean for the Nightfall Gary re- or the, the Quinn Gary relationship, which we have been pretty critical of to this point. Um, is it portrayed better in this episode? <laughs> is, is, is Nightfall be, Nightfall's very affectionate towards Gary. Um, but we also learned that, uh, she has, she's very mission first and trying to save the world. Do we like, uh, what this adds to the Quinn Gary relationship? Uh, Alex, you've been very critical of this up to this point.
1: Yeah, this episode didn't really change much for me, just because between Gary and Quinn, the, all their interaction is mainly when they are forced to be together towards a, a common cause, which in this episode is saving Mooncake. Like that's the majority of their interactions in this episode, and so when it's like that, I can't really judge the the relationship on on its own because like you're you're focused on doing something together. Uh, I guess it's a step that. Quinn is appreciative of Gary's affection for Mooncake. Quinn, he receives that information from Nightfall that Mooncake is a danger but doesn't want to go along with it. So I guess that's something considering her previous um, attempts to focus solely on, on saving the universe and not caring at all about Gary's side things. So, but other than that, like uh, I, I need to see Quinn and Gary interacting like normally, like outside of action sequences, to really get any grip on what what
0: the show is doing with that. I think that is normally at this point. We're gonna have a ton of action to come.
1: So. <laughs> we
2: only get action sequences. Maybe yeah, like it. that.
1: that, that- <laughs> Honestly, that would make the relationship a, a little, a little bit more um, palatable. Just like see them like actually working together rather than just like sh- Gary shooting one lighters at Quinn, Quinn shooting them down, and just leaving an awkwardness. Yeah, um, it, I, I think I think it was really
3: awkward is the right word for it. I think that they're both very strong personalities, and they almost and they almost kind of get off it on uh, ticking each other off a little bit, though too. So it is. I mean they do have to be more cooperative, but I wouldn't say it's just like a one-liner thing. I think it is just like, you know, a cla- a personality clash at this point.
2: They're very stubborn in their personalities. Like I, like Gary's very insistent upon like like he's in love with Quinn and like she in I guess in his head like there's no reason for her to not lo- like love him back or like him back and quinn's again very stubborn in the fact that she's like i'm here for my mission i have to save earth like that is who i am i don't have time for you gary and your nonsense flirting or whatever but she did she did seem to like i don't know have a moment whenever she saw nightfall in in bed with gary so like what is going on here like what does it look like it's going on here
3: People I mean, it's also, <laughs> it's, also, it's also. I mean, I mean, it's a bit disturbing to see your future self, like look as it appears, trying to sleep with you know someone who you think is annoying. I mean, yeah, I, I
1: think I'd be a little disturbed by that if this was me. But. Yeah, I think the moment is more ew. I would never do that. What's going on? Like the, that,
0: is- I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't necessarily sure. get that read. I got. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was like half ew, half like. Mm? Like I think that's like, what they're. Trying yeah, to yeah, I didn't get the. the mm.
2: I. 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 I Dylan, I'm on your side because I kind of picked up that like, oh, like maybe this could be a thing. Yeah, Eh? I I
0: think I I don't like it, but I think that's what the episode is trying to portray.
3: Yeah, Um, I mean, it's certainly the (laughs) the possibility of it being a thing has been there ever since Quinn saw ever since Quinn said, you know, oh, he's cute, but he's got problems like they're not shutting the door. And if anything, I think they're I think the probability of it just increased with this episode, quite honestly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you why I think that this episode improves the Gary Quinn relationship. I think it is purely because this episode fixes Nightfall. Um, I think Nightfall had been a major problem, which is that it's, Nightfall is the inevitability that Gary's going to end up with Quinn, but more so that Quinn is going to just love Gary. And while Quinn does display love for Gary in this episode, we learn that at the very least, it's too, it's um she has her priorities in order, and her main goal is to prevent the universe from like being destroyed, and that's what Nightfall is working for, and that's her primary motivation. And um you know she she goes to sleep with Gary, but no, um, chaining him up is more important because that that's aims towards her mission. So Quinn, our Quinn, never stops being our Quinn. Um, she's always going to be um, business first, even if she also does fall in love with Gary. And I think that really improves, uh, improves the display of Nightfall that we've seen. Um,
1: Alex, buy, buy or sell, Alex? Sure. No, okay. i I no, like, uh, I, 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 Nightfall does nothing to affect the relationship for me. I just, uh, I don't see it. <laughs> Right. I mean, that is, it is, it is a future that we will never see.
0: So I think that's valid. We're not, we're never going to see Quinn turn into Nightfall in these three episodes. Like,
1: the one thing I can see happening is we see Nightfall and Quinn interact. Quinn gets stuck with Nightfall and Quinn, out of curiosity or Nightfall, just because she wants to share is like, well, this is how Gary is in my timeline. And I found this amusing or something. And Quinn's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe. No, wait, no. And like they have this kind of interactions and like slowly uh Nightfall helps Quinn to see the good sides of Gary oh, and stop. And stop whatever. writing that bad fanfic. I don't want that.
2: I was gonna say this sounds like future Ramo almost. Where could yeah, yeah,
0: it happen? It, it's, it's realistic. Yeah. And, and it, it, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, There's that, an episode I, with
2: like Fry and Leela, and he's like, What did I do to make her fall in love with me? And then he eventually figures it out, and then she like falls in love with him for a moment, and then they're out of love again, and that was like the end of the episode or something like that.
3: I don't remember it it's exactly. Been, I, 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 think at, I think at minimum it it's it's at a point where Quinn, aka Nightfall, at this point knows that Gary is in love with her and is is at least leveraging that at in some point. So it's like it's it is at least an awareness. Right. Even, but yeah. reciprocity is strongly hinted at, but it still you know might be secondary yeah i i'm just i'm just
0: saying i'm not con- I, this episode brings up major questions towards me whether Nightfall's even in love with gary um i, I think it's in play i think i think that being the subversion is in play to come but well i, we will, I, I
1: will say i am warming to your side of this being a subversion like if nightfall is doing this for her own gains and in mm-hmm. the end just like betrays gary and quinn it's like cool okay cool <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, this, this the, that's why I think I love this episode. It really, it, the uh, two things I wanted from the show are timelines and uh, sub- a subversion. And I think we go major steps towards both of these things in this episode. This really brings in the subversion into play because Nightfall has a lot going on here. Um, Okay, let's talk uh, the other major element of this episode, which is that this is, I think, a reason this episode is really successful is because it blends, um, it, it's a transition episode towards what we're doing with multiple timelines and nightfall. Um, I, again, that's speculation, but it's a it's a transition to something that's to come. But it also is uh, heavily dealing with the ramifications of Avocado's death, and that really never goes away throughout the episode. And I think it, the tone is always very somber, and I think that's very successful in uh, reacting to his death. But we see a lot of uh, Gary. Um, Um, you know, not knowing what to do with, with little Cato and, uh, Gary just breaking down on his own. Um, it's, it's, uh, even, even the previously on, uh, Olin is very sad in the previously on, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, a very, very sad episode as we talked about in the beginning. Uh, were you sad April watching, watching this episode?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm also the type of person who's very, like, in tune with others' emotions, and I could, I could feel the sorrow in the beginning of the episode. It was played and very well done because, like, you know, Gary's there, it's dealing, like, I thought it was very... um like, interesting, and I really enjoyed that, like, Gary was making a video to Avocado, instead of to Quinn, because normally, anytime he was upset, or he was in distress, he would make a video for her, but she's there, and now Avocado isn't, and he misses him, obviously, and so he's, like, talking to him, and I did, like, and then, I don't know, again, it's very, like, relatable, because whenever, like, I'm sad, I'll try and distract myself, so I'm like, yeah, how can I make... Like you better and how and and therefore make myself better and he's like yeah let's go on a murder mission yeah. and then like in the middle of it he just start, he just breaks down and everyone's crying and mooncake is the saddest thing ever when he's crying and I yes it was very sad and but very well done like you could feel the depression like seeping out of the episode <laughs> so it's
0: well, a good thing yeah
2: I know hmm. like I love I love it when a show successfully like portrays emotion like that.
0: April's like, I love when a show depresses me.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, <laughs> it, I, I think it's great that like uh it deals with like coping with grief, and that that their the little Kado is like, I want to take it out on uh, Fine and kill little little or kill Lord Commander, and Gary's like, yeah, and then they go on this mission, and that's like how they're coping with what's happening yeah uh, and, yes. well
2: and i like that they're coping in their own ways too yeah. like like uh gary's like the person who's like i'm gonna try and distract myself and make it like f- myself fun and happy and then like Lil kato's like i'm gonna take vengeance and i'm like all right then like <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting all the stages of grief yeah.
3: okay okay child cat you it's you tough. go you go murder someone yeah yeah i i, I will yeah i know. To add, to add to that, um, I remember one of my early criticisms of the first five episodes was that it didn't really feel like a very adult show. Like, I, it was like, it's fine. I get that it might be for a slightly older audience, but I didn't feel like it was a, it was so adult that it should be shown at, like, 1030 on a Monday night. When I saw episode six and the ending, I actually, like, audibly gasped and held my hands against my head because I, I was really – surprised that i cared that much about avocado after just six episodes the show really made me invested in that character and it was genuinely shocking when he died so and and so it, it made this episode a lot more believable with how they're handling their own grief and how gary feels like he has to he's some he know he's been with avocado enough that he feels like he has to take on the responsibility of caring for his son and it was really believable and it was really actually genuinely moving yeah I, I think so. Um, number one avocado hater, Alex,
1: were you moved by, <laughs> by the emotions to his death? Well, see, uh, oddly enough, you you guys are focusing on the whole emotional side of things, like focusing on grief. But the the the, re- the reason that side of the of the episode works for me is that they push a lot of the jokes on that side of the episode, and they all a lot of them land. Like it's really funny where they're going to do the murder thing, and they have the lineup. Mooncake's got the knife in his yes. mouth. And they got they got their own little squad, and also when they go in the ship and they choose the wrong music, and everybody starts crying. Like, Like, that's hilarious to me, at least. (laughs) And... But, yeah, and the, then the whole scene with little Kato and uh, and uh, Gary in, in the room, and, like, they find all the weapons, like, oh, yeah, and all that. But, yeah, I think that that side works more because they put all the jokes in that side of the episode. Like, the, the emotion is, it's fine. Like, uh, I think the end of episode six landed a lot better. It also has to do with the fact that little Kato is still, I want revenge. Like, that's his entire character, which I, I we would seen already in, this, in previous episodes. It's like, okay, sure. But the fact that like, Gary is there and, like, I think he does have chemistry a little, Kato, so, like, his lines work pretty well back and forth. So, like, the, that that side I enjoyed, more like the making fun of the whole, of just all the entire situation. And also the side characters, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, the grief stuff itself, it's it's okay. It wasn't bad, but it just, it, 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 it just felt like a framing device to me.
0: Yeah, well, they did, they definitely, I think, deftly blended the humor with the, uh, emotions in the yeah. first half of the episode to, to great effect. Um, the scenes, I feel like the scenes they are most emotionally effective, uh, we talked about them already, which is Gary recording his, like we how we open the episode after the intro. It, it's
1: definitely the right way to start the episode, especially considering how we ended the previous ones. Like if you're watching them back to back, I do think that's the proper way to do it to like the, go from the somber tone and like slowly get back into the more manic uh, at the tone that I'm used to from this show. Yes. Manic is a
0: good word for the show. But um yeah, it's 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 really effective when you're watching because you're like, we start in the same shot at that. We end the last episode. It's like, wow, is this right after episode six? And it's like, no, Uh it's three days after. But Gary's just so just similarly distraught and standing there like uh, it's like he's still in the same emotional state. And, uh, we like pan, we like go through, and then he's recording a video to Avocado, and that's super effective because we saw that being a device towards, uh, him and Quinn. Um, and then, yeah, how, uh, he's had the scenes with him and Little Cato and how Little Cato's dealing with it and them and the weapons and them, like, slowly, like, getting, like, life back into them, you know, through the planning to, through the <laughs> planning to, uh, to try to murder the Lord Commander. And, uh, then this just Gary breaking down scene, uh, when, it's 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 like it's funny and also it's just i think uh mostly affecting like gary's not over this and uh yeah I, I i think it's it's really well done throughout the the first two-thirds of the episode
3: they really blended the comedy and the drama aspects very well i thought it's it, it was real it was really well done it never it, one never felt like it was overwhelming the other yeah i, I agree and
2: the comedy never felt inappropriate either no. That, I think that, and I think that's, like where a lot of its success lies, is that like they were still making jokes despite the very serious nature of what it was going on around them. So, even down to like the what is it like Kevin fixing the bathroom door? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like- that was the
0: best moment of the episode. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, that was at the beginning of the episode. <laughs>
0: It's like, God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, we'll, we'll go. The last thing before we get into the other stuff we didn't talk about throughout the episode is where we end. Uh, we can just spend a, a few minutes talking about, like, what what's coming next? Because I really feel like um, every possibility is open now. Basically, at the end, uh, they save. Uh, this is the whole plot we didn't talk about with the. Uh, kevin and little kato with the 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 leak uh, the time leak and it's gonna self-destruct they save them and uh then uh nightfall ship goes away and they start light folding away basically so at the beginning of, at the beginning of the episode it's like we can't go close the rift because we can't light fold now we can light fold so we can try to close the rift but Nightfall's still there like what's what's gonna happen next i feel like anything where
2: can are happen. we going yeah like also does gary need to return the ship, now that his sentence is over, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> okay, that's I feel like that's not an option, but yeah, you would think that why is Hugh still helping Gary when he's free now? Like, why, <laughs> why is also, this?
2: I- Don't you feel like maybe there would have been like some kind of ping where they would have been like, "Oh yeah, we need to go claim like the the free prisoner and the ship." Now
1: I'm gonna say Gary is very low on the priority list for the Infinity
0: Guard. (laughs) My 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 interpretation is Hugh is in charge of that, and Hugh has become emotionally attached to Gary, so Hugh just doesn't want to do that, so he's rebelling.
2: But he feels nothing and nothingness. Yeah, but
0: then again, he said he feels nothing and nothingness. But he but said also, he's friends with Gary. At the, yeah, that's
2: true. He did say he was friends uh, with Gary. But I, I also, th- th- doesn't the Infinity Guard know that Quinn is with Gary and they're on that ship? So, like, what? Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, I'm giving uh,
0: un-
3: too un- much. Un- un- <laughs>
0: Maybe it's a trap. I don't know. Yeah, like,
2: like it's so. a trap.
1: Uh, also, if Lord Commander is commanding the Infinity Guard now, then they should. He should have also told them about Gary. So, like, yeah. it, that doesn't make sense in that sense either. But, uh, but let's focus on the important things. Hugh is the MVP of this episode, no, right? no, 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 okay, from wait, from wait no, Alex, hold on,
0: hold on, we'll get to that in a second. Where do you think we're going, Alex? What's next episode?
1: Uh, well, I don't care. I want to talk oh, about Hugh. You
0: want Hugh. Is Hugh the main character of episode eight, is that what you're saying?
1: Should be. Uh, okay. In terms of the story, I think do you think that we have to go back to Earth at some point, because I feel like Quinn, all her stuff is down there, and, like, if if we're going to use Nightfall's knowledge, which I, I imagine that's going to be part of it, like, hey, Nightfall, what do you know about the Rift, so that could help us? But, like, in order to actually apply it, they would have to go back to Earth, so we might deal with Infinity Guard down there. That that will give us an opportunity to incorporate Tribor back in somehow, maybe. Yeah, we know War's uh, coming, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, we have to go pick him up.
1: Yeah, so, so I think that's our next destination, and then from there, it's just, it's just a matter of like trying to fix the the rifts before Lord Commander finds out where they are, and Lord Commander shows up to Earth, let's say, and they have the final battle in Episode Ten.
0: Yeah, that's way too simple. That's not happening. This is this <laughs> with, with is be... some ex, extra stuff sprinkled no, in, no, but no. this is we're 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 hopping to ten different timelines. It's going to be super complex. It's happening.
2: We're going all over every sector. Let's. We're sector,
0: yeah. <laughs> i don't know i i i think i think we can't predict what's happening because it's going to be crazy but um i don't know john last chance for to to stake your claim in a future plot point
3: uh future plot point is going to be that the they're going to close the rift but the ship is, but it takes so much energy the ship disintegrates and we're going to come back to the time when gary's life force is about to die out but Nightfall comes in with a hijacked ship from the Infinity Guard, rescues them all at the last possible moment, and Hugh somehow Hugh survives and the and we and they, they have an obnoxious cliffhanger for season two, which will take place in two years.
2: Hmm. So, so is is you, so still you dead? think Nightfall's gonna like leave them? She's gonna be like, Okay, bye.
0: She's gonna save them in the end. I have a funny the, thing. The two years part is definitely true because they haven't started, but, um, yeah, or at least it hasn't been announced. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I think you guys are thinking too small. Uh, we're, we're going big here, but we'll see. Oh, definitely, uh, but it's impossible to say. <laughs> yeah. We, we really, it's, it's hard to specifically predict. Yeah. Um, okay, Alex, why is
1: Hugh the MVP? Look from the very cold open. He's got the great line of "I only feel two things: nothing and nothingness." And then later on, later on, like he's the one who, when they are traveling to Lord Commander's ship. He's like, uh, uh, Gary asks for like war music, and it just pushes the button. These are the right tunes, and it's just like sad, just music making him cry. Just the fact that Hugh has this kind of musical taste, and then finally, by the very end, he's he's the one complaining, like, uh, "Yo, what, what what up, Quinn? Why you not didn't mention me? Or what what the hell, Quinn?" <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, Hugh is just amazing from beginning to end. He has very few lines, but it, the lines that he gets are always made me laugh. So, yeah, more Hugh in my life, please. He's been missing from like the past four episodes, I feel. Br- keep him around. <laughs> you know, Alex, I-, I figured out what's happening here. You just jump from character to
0: character. That's, that's your favorite. <laughs> you start You first. You stole Mooncake, and then you stole
1: Michelle's Kevin, and now you're coming for Hugh. Hey, Why can't you pick I- a face? I've always loved Hugh. Oh, not loved, but like in episode one, I praised his his works. It's just he disappeared. Uh, I do think a good thing about this show is that it, it it does spread around its characters a lot in these episodes. Like one episode will focus on one person. One folk. One episode will give jokes to another one. So I, I do think that's the beauty of this show. It just has like 20 different things you can latch on to in a different, in a, from episode to episode. Yeah. Okay, and that's let what me, makes let it get, so Let me get my prediction here. Um,
0: episode eight, uh, Alex. Wow, I can't believe Nightfall is my favorite character now. Um, episode, episode, episode nine. Oh my God. I love Lord Commander. Episode 10. Tribor. I'm all in on Tribor. That's what's happening.
1: Ugh, ugh. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> it, it hurts because I I can see a, a timeline where this is happening. <laughs> yeah, I tell you,
3: it's yeah. it's, it's all one hundred timelines where that happens. Yeah, it's every time It takes line. about <laughs> twenty
2: years for us to get to it. It's fine. Yeah, that's,
3: that's
0: that's our final space is uh, preventing Alex from <laughs> <laughs> getting to Tribor. That's that's a bad result. Okay, yeah, let's go through some other moments. Uh, yeah, the, I think the UST moment is: um, Hugh says, You're my only friend, Gary. And yeah, that a, too. What that was about Kevin. Say, Kevin is a jag-off, Gary. Yes.
2: <laughs> I think yeah. that was the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're bonding over their hatred of Kevin. Or yeah. does Hugh actually like Kevin and he's just saying that to make Gary yes. feel better? Yes, oh, exactly. No. I, I, oh. definitely, I definitely
1: yeah, think a Hugh, gets an- yeah, Hugh gets annoyed with Kevin. Hugh, what for is he, sure. Hugh's,
2: a, Hugh's
0: a robot. What does he care about Kevin? He yeah. does, he's just trying to bond with Gary. Yeah, exactly. They're just. Wait,
2: can I can I give my run for MVP of this episode? Okay,
0: who's your MVP?
2: Um, my MVP was Carl. Because apparently oh robots can get aroused.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the funniest line of that episode. I'm confused. I'm not. I'm strangely aroused. Me too. Oh Didn't know that could happen. Feels weird. And it was Carl, I think, that said I'm strangely aroused. No, I wrote aroused. it
2: down. It was Carl. I was no, like, what? wait, which robot told me that?
0: Uh, well, it's the only one that's labeled. But yeah, it's it's
3: great. Is he also the
1: one who wanted to fight to the death
3: over Beth? Pro- probably. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> So, are
0: we skipping Carl and Greg and Gary now? Yes. I think Gary talks about Carl in episode one. Yeah. I think that's the shit. But um, yeah, the robots are are so funny. I think
2: Carl, also the one who gets really upset whenever Quinn was calling Gary, like, Jerry. And he was like, yeah, they're, they're was very lying confused. To us yeah. This whole time.
0: Yeah, that was all of them. That was the other great, that was maybe the number one robot moment. But this is another yeah. good, really great one, too. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, let's go, let's go chronologically through the other random stuff we have. Yeah. We talked about the three minutes of oxygen left in the beginning. Um, it's really, yeah, really friggin' piping hot now. I don't know if that's a thing that's going to come back or if that was just a joke, but yeah, Gary's going towards something hot. So we'll see. Um, uh, we talked about the ghost. Uh, Gary, uh, uh, Gary says he wants a uh, ghost related assistance from avocado <laughs> for looking for a little Cato. Uh the best one of the best moments of the episode, Kevin repairing the hole <laughs> yes. that is the that's the door to the bathroom, and he's very confused that it was the <laughs> the door to the bathroom. And he's like, he's You're like, in a situation. Yeah. I was
2: gonna say doesn't he say something like it's your problem now or something? Yeah.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Jesus. Kevin's Kevin's great, yeah. Uh, D- did uh, Kevin know it was the bathroom door or not? Was yes,
2: Because we- <laughs> Kevin's a troll. <laughs>
0: no he's just very stupid he's programmed to love gary he can't no. be intentionally doing
3: i thought that. this was just a hole in
1: the wall yes he's just very
3: very stupid that's it at, at best he probably did know him in the beginning then halfway through he's like oh well i've already invested yeah i think i think that was he realized it but he's like yeah whatever he's like um, gary
1: will
2: love this
0: yeah but uh, uh big plot point gary's prison sentence is done and he has the cookies
2: Hooray!
0: and the cookie yeah, yep. well, you he, he, yeah, little Kato says that later, and then he like latches onto that. But, um, yeah, I like how this is just so unimportant in this episode. Just like the <laughs> least this was the, the whole thing. He's wearing
2: now. different clothes now, you guys. Like that's huge. Yeah, exactly. civilian, clothes. <laughs> civilian, civilian
3: clothes. clothes. Civilian clothes. is clothes right out of the nineteen seventies.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, when is it? Where, what time is he coming from? We don't really know that. But it's,
2: it's five cool. years ago.
3: It's like <laughs> it's the future, but he dresses like he's headed to a. Headed to a disco hop in
1: Saturday. Well, yeah. In that in that flashback, he was pretty much heading to like a gastro pub or whatever that was. There were like people eating in that bar that Quinn was at. Yeah, I'm not clear what's what's happening with time
0: on Earth. I don't I am not convinced we're going back to, Earth, but we'll see. Um yeah the wants to him and Little Cato want to kill Lord Commander. I never thought I'd be creating a murder squad with the small boy, but here we are. And then he's like uh petting him which I <laughs> like yeah. um uh yeah, they, they find the weapons. They're going to cover him in buttholes, the Lord Commander. That, that, that's, a,
1: that's, that's
3: like 50 to 55 buttholes. Yeah. yeah. And, they and, na- 55 butt
1: and they name their group the Legion of Murdering an Irritatingly Power Thirsty Pint-Sized Thing into a plethora of buttholes. <laughs> Wow, I'm glad you wrote that down. I didn't put that on the outline. So that's
2: good.
0: And I yeah, mean, mooncake, anything Moon... that uses plethora is good. Plethora, that's a good. Yeah, mooncake carrying the knife in his mouth. Yeah, that's, yes. that's gr- great. C- mo- cutest mo- moment of the episode. He's he's has a knife. He's coming to murder you, <laughs> which is cute in a way because
2: <laughs> like he has it in his teeth, which means he doesn't have arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, uh, 48 hours until the breach consumes Earth. That'll be notable for for future episodes. Um, yeah, the Gary, Gary's breaking down and Mooncake's crying. Sad yeah, Mooncake. That was the saddest and, thing ever. I
1: think, Kevin, this makes me think about all my friends who are dead. <coughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't say it.
1: Avocado. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Is um, that uh, yeah, like they, it's they, the only friend that's dead? I mean, I don't know who was it. He might have been turned on at the beginning of Gary's prison sentence, so he might not know other people.
1: <laughs> or maybe well, he—he's been serving in that prison for like decades, and every prisoner he's had has died. <laughs> wow, that's really sad.
2: They were—they were. They were Stop
0: trying to add depth to Kevin. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay.
1: Maybe um, that's why
2: Kevin latches on so much. Is because he's like, I only have a short amount of time with this human.
1: And, and in oh. this episode, he very quickly is like, "Oh, can I be your dad?" <laughs> Little. <laughs>
3: Your dad, are, your oh, big grandpa, your niece, your aunt, your uncle. I don't I often
0: say this, you. but we are we are very overanalyzing Kevin at this point. Okay, there's this is uh, this is not intended now anal- Okay, but you maybe know what, that's our job is to. Over-analyze. I know that's our job. But let's say let's write the Kevin fanfic with this backstory for him. Okay, Hugh and um, Kevin spin off. <laughs> only robots, Alex. Uh, no, no humans. Carl, no humans. <laughs> yeah, Carl too. Yeah, throw him in there. Um, yeah, they're about they they like transport to the the ship, they're about to be blown up, and the Nightfall saves them. Um, and, uh, Quinn barges into, uh, to nightfall being there, and in the greatest callback of all time, says what the tough titty wampus?
2: Who said that first? <laughs> because I'm in love with it. was <laughs> it, it, the
1: the robots when they were going? Uh, when they were sneaking into the tower to it's show up laser? They were, yeah, they were do they were real guys. Oh, they're they real guys. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, in suits. Yeah, you know what? They're...
2: MVP of that episode, those guys for introducing. Right? Okay,
1: thank <laughs> you. No <laughs> one else appreciated tough no, titty wampus. No, no, in one. that episode, it was bad, but this no. episode made it good. No, no you're wrong. It was good it- in both episodes it's tough titty wampas is always funny i'm gonna Wampus. start
2: saying that now every
1: yeah, somehow made it sound so serious which is great yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's her delivery that sells it the line itself is not no, great stop
0: the line is inherently funny and will always be funny and we're gonna start saying that in other other podcasts we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be <laughs>
2: <It's> gonna <laughs> fit in so well with like star Lady yeah, ladybug probably,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, not, probably not appropriate but yeah shove it up your soundboard uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be a great oh, soundboard well. clip. Yeah. That's, I need to resurrect it just for tough titty wampas. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> n- yeah, we learned, we confirmed Nightfall's Quinn from the future, this whole paradox thing. Um, yeah. I, I just Ga-
1: love that explanation.
0: Like, is this a paradox? Apparently not. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're still alive. Yeah. So I guess it's fine. Uh, yeah, Gary's going to leave and he's like, Oh, where are my keys? Oh, yeah, I don't have keys. Yeah. I thought that was funny um I, I i too was like what are you talking
1: about gary what keys <laughs> you don't you don't own anything <laughs> also he like drops a bunch of coins where do he have coins <laughs> yeah where he got coins from maybe it was like maybe he had them in his pocket the day he was arrested
2: <laughs> but he put him in his space suit
1: yeah i, <laughs> I thought it was- also, um,
2: i appreciate that he just assumes like mooncake is his and he's like me- that's fine me and mooncake are gonna leave like <laughs>
1: Well, he, he just knows like Mooncake isn't gonna stand the
0: shit. Mooncake is just gonna <laughs> fall. Gary, gonna follow him, yeah. speaking of Mooncake, we talked about Mooncake uh, covering up. <laughs> it's not uh, a towel. <laughs> yeah, he's a very disturbed. I, I love pure Mooncake. <laughs> not a, he's not not interested. Um,
3: I mean, I, I I think most of us would be rather annoyed if we if either of us was using each other as a way of covering up our bits.
0: So. I mean, I like that it's, like, even though Mooncake is, like, devoted to Gary, it's, like, not, no, not this. No, <laughs> He's not, not interested. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, like Nightfall says, we. I don't know if we've mentioned this, Nightfall says she loses, she's lost her Gary. So, um, notable. Uh, and uh, the, the strangely aroused line. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, I think most of this other stuff we already covered because it was all plot stuff. Yeah, this whole uh, little Cato and Kevin, uh, can I be your uh, blank? Yeah. And then uh, him just saying that over and over. Did we like that? I liked it. Kevin
2: was super creepy and weird. And then whenever he's singing at the end when they're about to, like, die, I was like, this is not okay.
1: I was like, this is totally okay. This is exactly (laughs) what Kevin (laughs) is as a character, and I love it.
0: (laughs) That was good. Yeah, I like. it. It was, uh, this, this to me might have been out of place humor, I guess, because everything else was so, was so serious and this didn't have to do with anything. It was, Kevin's always funny, but it it is like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I like that one to be you. And at, to, to conclude, yeah, I don't know. It was good. Ke- Kevin is getting better material. We'd, we'd, we'd asked for it and, uh, he's great now. So.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, also like in that segment, they're like switching in and out of different forms. Like Kevin yeah. has an old beard. Little Kato is looking like his dad at times there's interesting visual cues. I, I think it was a bit like jumbled because of all the other stuff that's going on. So you couldn't really appreciate it, but
0: yeah, I thought it was, it was, nice. it was, it was nice animation, almost Easter eggs, but, uh, yeah, it, it was good. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then the only other thing I have here is, uh, Quinn, go, you know, Gary says he's staying, Quinn uh needs all of them, and then the whole thing with uh yeah, what about me? What about me? And Hugh's like, uh do, yeah, I think Hugh says dog again. Which yeah, he's like I was never
1: I was never gonna go anywhere and Hugh just hell yeah, dog. Which I think yeah. he said before, like in another yeah, he episode. Said, he <laughs> said
0: yeah, he said yeah, dog. So
2: did I Gary like, teach him that phrase?
1: Probably.
0: Yeah. I
2: hope
0: so. Gary's lame enough to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and Nightfall Nightfall says, I hope that's enough. So I don't know if she's. I don't know if she's genuine here. Like, she really has no other plan. She's not panicked about her ship leaving. I'm like, what's going on, Nightfall?
1: Plan C. Yeah. Plan C? Or I is think this is part of Plan this
2: B. Yeah, st- I was gonna say maybe this is still Plan B.
1: Yeah, or this is just a classic. Well, I have no way to time travel, so this is my last, last hope. It better work, or else I'm dead.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's possible, and also I, I I definitely get the sense she's just desensitized to like lar- um, things happening at this point. It's like her hundredth time, so she's just not going to react to anything. Um, But yeah, generally the way you go with this trophy is uh, this is, you know, loses her way to get back. This is her last her last time. So we'll see if that's true or if they will go through multiple other ones. Um, But yeah, that's all I got here. Um, I I think I I like this one a lot. I I don't know where I'd rank it. Third behind uh, four and three, but ahead of six. I'm not sure. Alex, what's your read?
1: Yeah, I think third or fourth is probably the way to go like uh, I I definitely think that the end it throws a lot of story in there and I do think there are a lot of jokes littered throughout the episode so yeah it's, it's definitely a strong episode of the show for sure but although I wouldn't call it the best
0: I definitely I definitely have four number one and then I'm fine with this anywhere from two to two to four in the rankings yeah um, yeah I don't know April uh, what are your final thoughts on anything in chapter seven
2: no um I mean, we've got a lot of things to address, and only three episodes to do it. So, yeah, three episodes. Three episodes. I'm I'm excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, excited. Nice. Uh, John, last
3: thoughts. Um, with the fact that now we have uh, dement- with have parallel dimensions in a universe, I would just like to point out that this is the second show under Turner's umbrella that has not that has both parallel dimensions and multiple. And multiple characters named Beth. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think this. I think this is very differentiated from Rick and Morty at this point.
3: I know. I, I just say. wanted to make. Yeah. I, did, I just want to make that. And there was a reference to it. And there was at some point someone being called Jerry. Just saying. Maybe <laughs> can we please get a crossover? No. Oh, please no. Y'all pass too, but. <laughs> Like let's
0: be
2: lucky if we get season four of Rick and Morty. Come yeah, on, let's, let's
0: yeah, let's, five, let's just
2: know, a five minute that.
3: sketch on Robot Chicken.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like it's a Robot Chicken crossover. That's okay. There we go. Yeah,
3: Alex, <laughs> they, 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 did, they did. do Star. So, so.
1: <laughs> last thoughts, Alex? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, I think this is the first episode in a while where no musical selection has really stood out. We we didn't have like a licensed song or anything like that. And I don't think there are really, I guess there weren't that many action sequences to begin with to add like notable music, but that, that just stood out to me. Like uh, usually I'm like, oh, this piece of music really stood out to me. And this time I didn't really get that. And I, I'll, I'll disagree. I think
0: the uh, climactic stuff with the, uh, it, it's similar to previous cues that they've used, but uh, the, the, the uh, interstellar type uh, sounding music, I think was really effective when they're in space and uh, like Quinn's trying to night is trying to kill them and stuff like that
1: yeah maybe because it was similar to other pieces they've used in the past maybe that's why it didn't stand out as much Uh, and the the last last thing just something i've thought up here what if lord commander is actually a titan who got lost now he's shriveled up and he needs to get back to the other side to recover his strength and become a titan again that
0: is actually kind of interesting why do you say, why does that get this conspiratorial uh, act, tone? That's <laughs> know, like one of the more, that's one of the more plausible things that we've Really? Speculated. It
1: sounded stupid when I wrote it out. <laughs> that's more
0: plausible than Gary is Lord Commander, right?
1: I yeah. mean, I, I said He's Gary is Lord Commander is like Lord that Commander.
0: too. <laughs> yeah, I think Gary, what if Gary is Lord Commander is a titan? What if all what of them is,
1: are Oh, Lord oh that, that would bring back.
2: actually that, Mooncake, but like a more, like an older, more mature version of Mooncake.
0: Yeah, I mean, we are speculating. How does Mooncake exist? How is he like the the yeah. ultimate super weapon? What if he was a Titan? Yeah.
1: No, but I, I like Gary as a Titan because that brings back the cold open where he was like, am, am I an immortal? Maybe. And he was just like, no, you're not. But oh, what if he is? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. I think we cracked it. <laughs> I think, <we laughs> think that's
2: Put it. it. Wrap it up, guys.
0: <laughs> Gary and Mooncake are the same person and they're both formerly a Titan and they're both Lord Commander happening. Okay. <laughs> Let us know if you think that's right uh, in the comments. We'll comment on uh, the YouTube video if you're listening there, or you can go to overlyanimated.com, click on the article comment there um and uh check out our other stuff at overlyanimated.com come talk about final space with final space with us at overlyanimated.com slash discord on our discord um and consider becoming a patron patreon.com slash overlyanimated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast lily aka panda lily and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and hugh um, we'll be back for Chapter 8. Very excited to get into that. Check out our other stuff at OverlyAnimated.com, including uh, Starverse, uh, The Force of Evil discussion, Um steven universe i don't know what's coming out uh miraculous ladybug a bunch of shows that aren't going to appeal to a lot of people listening to this but look check them out anyway um and uh yeah we'll have rick and morty season 4 coverage in 2020 so be on the lookout for that um and
2: uh
0: <laughs> 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 yeah eh, yeah maybe it's been up for us. let us know what you thought and we will see you guys next time
1: bye
2: bye
1: kookity take care